Hey guys, what's going on? This is Colby Patnote. I am not here with Matt uh, because he is probably still at work as we record this. It's almost seven o'clock, uh, and you know Matt has to be in bed by nine o'clock every night. And that's you know when you don't get home till eight thirty, you only have a half hour to do a football podcast. It's probably not uh, not the best use of your time. So uh, I uh, went on the old uh, Rolodex and I brought back TJ. Uh, so TJ, welcome to the pod for the second time this year. New Thank record. you, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He is back, and he is uh, feeling pretty good because he is one of only two teams that have clinched a playoff spot. Uh, congratulations to you on that. Appreciated. Uh, yes, well deserved uh, for the first time ever, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, congratulations to you. Congratulations to Steven. Steven's clinched a first round bye. Pretty much knew that was going to be the case last week, but it's official now. And uh, if TJ goes 2-0 and this week, then he will also clinch the other bye. So uh, lots to play for, and that's what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we have some really interesting matchups. We have some you know, fairly interesting waiver wire decisions, let's say. Um, and uh, or, that's- or indecision. There you go. However you want to put it. I, I, I think it's probably indecision, but... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about all that stuff, and then we're going to check the timer, see where we are at the end, and maybe talk a little Seahawks, maybe talk a little NFL playoffs or picks against the spread, or we'll figure something out at the end if we have time. So I think that's the plan for today. Uh, TJ, do you want to start on the waiver wire? Do you want to start on the matchups or the standings? Where do you want to, where do you want to start? So I feel like we'd be doing a disservice to everyone if we didn't just start with the old elephant in the room here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what, what, like, what do you even say? Um, it's crunch time in the playoffs. I'm kind of looking through some matchups the other day and I knew Garza was in rough shape. Um, he's had injuries. Um, he kind of just stayed put at the deadline. Um, he's had some COVID stuff, but you kind of go and look at Maddie G's matchup and you go, Garza isn't just in bad shape. He doesn't, he literally does not have a quarterback unless the hands of God come down and massage Daniel Jones, little hamstring back to health. Like he, he doesn't have anyone to put in that spot. Um, So that's problem one. And then problem two waiver wire Thursday comes around and um, Garza has the top claim. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah, you're correct. Um, and he just doesn't put one in for Colt McCoy, which is a little head scratching. Um, I look, I totally get it. If you're like, you know what, I'm going to roll my dice with someone in my super flex spot instead of Colt McCoy. Okay, I can understand that, but he doesn't have a quarterback to play this week, so he's just not going to have a full roster, which kind of seems like the bare minimum. Like that should be like probably a requirement. 
in week 13 when Matt is in like the middle of like a six man race for the last spot or two in the playoffs. So, I mean, it is what it is, but pretty disappointing. Um, other than that, I don't know, some kind of interesting waivers with Kiki Cootie, Cutie, Cootie, whatever you say, I guess. Um, but I don't know. If you want to touch on that more, go for it. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you kind of said most of it. I, I think setting the lineup is kind of the bare minimum here. Um, you know, and it is like it'd be different if somebody just bought Colt McCoy or Colt McCoy was a hot commodity, but there were only three bids on him. All were for zero dollars. Garza had the top claim. He would have gotten him like it's a lock. Um, and he just I mean, it's called what it is. He gave up um, Wave the white flag, uh, which I mean, you know, you mentioned all of the problems that his team has had this year, uh, some his fault, some not. And so it's understandable how you'd kind of be, you know, uh, apathetic, let's say. Uh, but at the same time, man, uh, you know, there's some playoff spots up for grabs here. And Matt is going to get gifted one win, uh, which coincidentally might knock somebody out of the playoffs, just that one win alone. Um, he has a shot at two, but when everybody else has to fight and scrap for that, for those two wins um, and Matt is being literally handed one. That's, you know, that that's disappointing and it's, it's disheartening, especially when you look at uh, you know, some of these teams that are, are fighting like crazy to get in. You look at me and Brian is basically winner go home now. Uh, you know, uh, Cam's trying to get in. He's got a matchup this week. Jake's got a matchup against Steven. He's trying to get in. Um you know, uh, Scott's trying to trying to find a trying to secure his playoff spot, although he's in good shape here. And Casey's trying to get a win against Max to to you know stay in this race. And they're making moves. They they made some trades at the deadline. They you know made some waiver claims and all that stuff. And they they have a full lineup. And it just it's you know it's it's frustrating. Uh, and yeah, you know if if I wasn't thirteen and eleven, and you know on the downhill trajectory uh, for a playoff spot and needing this win badly and all that stuff. I would still be upset. Uh, Not upset. I would still be disappointed, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Obviously when you're directly affected by it, it is, uh, it it does, you know, anger you a little bit more. So uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, you know, it is what it is. And it's the COVID season. Something crazy could happen, but I mean, Geez Louise, if 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 Matty G can't get into the playoffs this year with this gift that's just been handed to him, then I mean I don't even know what to tell him. Like that's 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 pretty much on you, Matt. So uh Yeah, and I mean, it, like not to pile on or anything, because like I totally get it. I was kind of in the same situation last year yeah. where my team was terrible. Um, it's pretty easy to just kind of like check out and like just not really be super into it like everyone else. But the thing that just confuses me is like he put in a claim for Henry Ruggs and he got him. So it's not like, you know, life happens, you get busy, totally get that. But he made waiver claims and he just didn't feel the need to put one in for a quarterback. (laughs) So starting back available for him. yeah so that that's the part that's just kind of uh, i just just a head scratcher i guess is yeah. the best 
the best way to put it. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend the whole time piling on on Garza here. Um, no. Uh, other than that, I mean, I had the Will Fuller. <laughs> fucking, I don't even know what to say about that. The just, just let his boys down. Um, we had a good team meeting and he had to look every one of my troops in the eyes and tell them that, that he let us all down. Um, so I had to go out in the waivers and hope and pray that I got Kiki Cootie. Is that how you say his name? I think it's cutie, but I don't cutie? know for sure. Okay. I think, well, yeah, I have a hard cutie. time calling a grown man a cutie. Um, but you know what? Uh, We're going to roll the yeah. dice and give him a shot and see what he can do. I mean, it, it helps that you've clinched a playoff spot, um, you know, to roll the dice on, on a guy like Cutie. But it makes all the sense in the world there. Uh, it is interesting. You know, I I don't know if you remember this, uh, but I do kind of regularly refer to you as the Buffalo Bills of this league. Oh. Like, you're always right there. Like, I mean, cool. like the 90s Buffalo Bills. <laughs> like, you're right there and you got a great shot to win. And then just and then I just the end don't. of the year. Yeah, yeah, something Sorry. happens. Something weird happens. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets suspended. You have a weird week where your three stars combine and score you like twenty-two points or something, and you're just like, "Well." So uh, this year, though, I mean, you're rolling, right? You're the hottest team in the league. You have been pretty much since what week five. Um, you're just rolling, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know if anybody could stop TJ." And then I saw the Will Fuller news, and I was like, "Wait, does TJ have Will Fuller?" Yeah, sure uh, do. That was sure. pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, plus side is you're you're still in great shape, uh, you know, both in the playoff hunt and you know heading into the playoffs. So, uh, so it's kind yeah. of funny. The Will Fuller news came, and I was in class, right? <laughs> um, I was in, I think I was in like the my freshman like history class or something, and um, it's just school is just bizarre right now. So, um our classes are like 80 minutes long, which is just ridiculous. But so we like kind of give them breaks in the middle of it. And um, my phone is just buzzing like crazy from the chat and everything. Um, And we go on break and I, um, I look up and I see the Will Fuller news and I was just, just clenched fist angry for the rest of class. Just could not think about anything else. Just, Oh man, it was the worst just the did, worst did you try to explain it to your class or no i just no but so um i had like a free block the next period and i just stormed down to my buddy's room who also plays fantasy football and i just i i just had to vent for 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 an entire hour it was it was a frustrating <laughs> it was a frustrating day because like I, uh, I mean just like not spend too much time on my team but um i mean you go look at who i have it's like Christian Kirk's kind of, you know, he was hot in the middle of the year. He's kind of fizzled. Um, so it's like, I already had one guy that ideally I would not have in my lineup to begin with. And now it's like, all right, well, who do I put in for him? Um, well, <laughs> Josh Reynolds, I guess. Um, so this week I have Godwin on by. So I have to start hopefully DeAndre Swift. Who knows? Uh, Josh Reynolds, Boston Scott, and Christian Kirk. So that's a lot of fun. A whole lot of <laughs> Again, fun. Again, thankfully you have clinched. Um, yes, but it's still I'm, annoying as hell. Oh, oh it, it is, man. And we, I feel like we've seen more lineups like that this year than any other year, which would make sense. But 
yeah, it's just, you know, kind of the triage unit. Uh, I feel like every team's had to put one of those out there this year. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just week 13 too, man. Like, not even like – didn't even have the courtesy to do it two weeks ago when right. you could have made a move or something. Just um, – by the way, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how Matt feels about this, but he's not, he's not here, so I don't really care. Um, I was talking to Matt, and honestly, guys, I think we should have gone without a trade deadline this year. Um, just because well, it's funny. I mentioned that in the chat and Matt did not want to hear, hear about it whatsoever. I mean, of course he didn't, but, uh, I, you know, it just like, I get it because there's always that, that you run that risk of a, a non-playoff team, like, you know, making a big trade to a playoff team and affecting it that way. But also you kind of look at it and you say, well, I mean, there's no, like, it just, there have been a couple of weeks now in a row uh, where like, it's like, Oh, that, that person could have really benefited from the opportunity to go make a trade. Like Cam uh, could have gone and got a quarterback. Right, exactly. Um, uh, you know, he loses Joe Burrow, what, 24 hours before the trade deadline happens. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, I mean, come on, you got to go find a quarterback in 24 hours. I just, you know, that's, that's brutal. And then obviously, you know, you have the, Daniel Jones injury or you have what happens to you with Will Fuller or, you know, it's just, we probably should. And with COVID there was a higher risk than ever. Um, even like losing like Lamar Jackson at the last, you know, lo- losing all those Ravens pretty yeah. much, um, yeah. you know, this week, it just, we probably should have gone without a trade deadline this year. Um, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And I don't know. I, like I said, I get what Matt's saying here, but uh, I don't know. We trust you guys to make draft pick trades. We trust you guys with no trade review process. I, I don't know. feels like maybe we should trust, uh, trust everybody to, uh, make smart decisions, uh, since we pretty much already do that without any kind of oversight whatsoever. Um, well, and like on top of that, it's like five or six weeks that we go where we can't <laughs> trade. Like that's a long time. Uh, right. It's and like it's a 40% of the season more or less. Right. And it's a 14 team league where waivers are completely tapped out. So it's not like, you know, an e- even a 12 team league, you would be able to go and get somebody, you know, decent. But when we're pulling out Drew Sample and Joshua Kelly and like relying on those guys to give us something in week 13 of a, a really a big money league, this has become um, it's it's like eh, we probably should have allowed you guys to uh, make some trades here and there. Uh, it, at the very least, I feel like, and I think sleeper actually did this, not, not Matt, but at the very least, the trade deadline should have been on a Wednesday night instead of right after Monday night football. Um, but I think that's a sleeper thing. Uh, so it's, you know, it's unfortunate that they made that change, but, uh, I mean, just to give, it's like, like we mentioned, just to give even cam like an extra 48 hours to go find a quarterback, um, and obviously that's that's torpedoed his chances to make the playoffs and it's unfortunate um i'm sure if matt was here he would just say so it goes so that's just uh that's just how we'll end that that uh, little topic there um is there anybody else you wanted to talk about in waivers anybody kind of catch your eye um um kind of gabe, gabe davis um yeah. i i like him um you know i like him we uh we have him Absolutely. in that dynasty we do together um he is kind of sneaky good in the games that John Brown misses. Um, and it's been pretty touchdown dependent. Um, sure. But I mean, for a waiver pickup at this point, 
Um, I mean, nobody, it's not going to be an obvious pickup, but I think he is like a sneaky flex play with John Brown out. And I believe John Brown just went um, on IR. IR. So um, you get at least three weeks of no John Brown. Um, Gabe Davis is probably the number three option in that offense now. Um, And a, surprisingly high scoring offense this year. So I think that was a sneaky good pickup for Matt. I thought about doing it. Um, I decided against it. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have bid money, but I, so I wouldn't have gotten no, him anyway. Yeah. I, I um, figured that I, I honestly thought like, okay, everybody would expect TJ to pick up a uh, cutie or whatever. It makes sense. Yeah. But I know how much you like Gabe Davis. And I was like, I'm wondering if he'll throw a buck at Gabe Davis or something. Yeah. Like I thought about it. I just, God, I would just feel like nauseous if I had to start him, you know, right. like, um, oh, yeah. and like, honestly, I have Josh Reynolds who, um, I think is already kind of my, if I have to start a guy, I'll start him. And I think right. that that wouldn't change if I had Gabe Davis anyway. Um, so that was kind of the thought process there. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, Waivers is usually in a fourteen-team league. There's very few moves that can be made that you kind of, you, you know, you kind of raise your eyebrows at. Um, I do want to point out, and it's it's not something we have to spend much time discussing, if any. Uh, the Jeffrey Wilson pickup I made. Uh, I might be. Ha- I might have to start that dude this week <laughs> after Josh Jacobs has been ruled out, um, and he doesn't play until Monday night or Monday afternoon. So if I put him in my lineup and then he's just deactivated because the 49ers do weird things with their running backs, I'm just SOL. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, I just – hey, At to- least it's not like a must-win matchup for you or anything. I know, right? Whew. Uh, why, why, would you, why would you have to start him? <laughs> Don't you have both uh, Saints running backs? I do, and yeah, that's right now that's how my lineup is set. It is, I'm going to roll with Latavius because – you know, either Taysom Hill is so incompetent that he he can't keep Alvin Kamara fantasy relevant, or Alvin Kamara's foot injury is uh, worse than uh, well, it's bad. And I would believe either, to be honest, or both. Um, so yeah, right now I have both of the Saints running backs in there. That that just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Um, and Atlanta's actually pretty darn good against the run, so we'll see. Um, like I said, right now I would start Latavius, but who knows what I decide on Sunday. Um, Gosh. Have fun. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, it must be nice. It must be nice. Um, one other, uh, there were a couple other pickups, uh, let's see, yesterday uh, that I thought were at least noteworthy. Uh, Josh Gordon, finally back in the NFL. Well, not yet, but finally reinstated by the NFL after serving what will end up being a year suspension. Uh, he gets picked up by Bot. Um, you know, I, I Gordon's not going to play until week 16. Uh, so maybe Bot uses him to avoid the Jamarcus. Um, but whatever. Anything you want to say about Josh Gordon from a fantasy perspective? Um, glad he's back for real life. Yep. I don't think he's really ownable for fantasy purposes. Nah, you just want to tack him on the back end of your roster and you're out of it. Fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I picked up on Johnson, who... <sighs> I just, you know, I feel like I've done this like four or five times this year. You have. Uh, yeah, I just, it, it's just insane to me 
that they could watch carry on Johnson and Adrian Peterson and be like, yep. AP is the guy to get the ball to here. Just pure insanity. So whatever, again, you know, Josh Jacobs probably at the time was probably not going to play. And I was like, look, I just want another option here. Uh, maybe Swift is deactivated. Maybe, maybe I start carry on, but ugh, ugh, so bad. All right. Um, so uh it sounds to me like this is the weekend that you start drinking colby it uh you know i i've i've said uh for a couple years now that uh, my first drink will come when the seattle mariners break their playoff drought um i might have to amend that because i just (laughs) not not even just in this league man in pretty much all my other leagues i am fading hard down the playoff stretch here and it's it's it sucks like there's just no way around it not everyone's um, built for it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, how many trophies you got in that uh, fantasy trophy case there, buddy? Let me know when you get one. Probably this year, but... All right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some of these matchups here. Um, actually, you know what? Let's take a quick look at the standings first. Uh, that'll set up our important matchups here. Uh, so, what we have, as we mentioned, Steven, congratulations. You have clinched a playoff spot. Probably the number one overall seed, even if you go 0-2, um, barring some kind of insane low point total. And then TJ just, you're down by 50, I think. So uh, definitely in the range of possibilities, but uh, we'll see how that goes. You are in second place at 15-9. and nine. Uh, You are one spot ahead of both Max and Scott. Uh, Scott is pretty, yeah, 70 points, I believe, roughly, behind you. Uh, in point total, but Max is well ahead of you in point total. So, in theory, if Max goes two and zero and you go one and one, Max is going to claim that bye week, and you would be pushed down to the three seed, maybe even the four, if Scott goes two and zero as well. Um, then you kind of have the big one here. Uh, I am the five seed at thirteen and eleven. I am tied with Brian, who is also thirteen and eleven. We play each other this week. So that's a pretty important one. Yeah, I mean, that that's the most important thing about this week is that you two play each other. Yeah. Uh, Matt is 12-11-1, and that uh, tie is, is what makes him uh, – he's going to get in if the sixth seed is a 13-team win or a 13-win team. That tie is going to be the reason that he's going to get in uh, if that's the case. Um, if he goes 2-0, and uh, he'll probably get in as well. So – uh, then you have Casey at 12 and 12, Jake at 12 and 12. Uh, Jake trails Casey by about 30 points. And then you have uh, Cam also at 12 and 12. Uh, and he, I mean, those are the last three teams that have any shot of making the playoffs here. So uh, realistically, what we have here is you and uh, you and Steven are the only teams that have officially clinched. However, I feel like we could put Max and Scott yeah. as well. Max, Max for sure is clinched because even if he goes fourteen and twelve, he has a shit ton of points. Right, and the, I mean he's not technically clinched because I suppose Sleeper envisions a scenario where he scores like twelve points this week, and uh, and other teams score like one hundred seventy. But Max is pretty much in. Uh, and yeah, but I, I would say you, Steven, Max, and Scott are locks at this point uh i'd be very surprised if one of you didn't make it uh sound about right yeah yeah for sure all right and then so that would leave brian or myself brian matt 
Casey, Jake, and Cam fighting for the final two playoff spots. So lots up for grabs here. And that's uh, that's going to bring us to our playoff ske- or to our uh, schedule this week. Um, we'll save kind of the obvious one for last year. Uh, Cam gets to play uh, Steve. Or sorry, I always do this. I don't know why I always think that Derek is Steven because Derek has a freaking UW logo in his <laughs> as his own logo, and I know Steven went to WSU. Um, and I also know he's happy that there's no Apple Cup this year. He won't have to be embarrassed about that. Uh, but anyways, um, Cam gets uh, Cam gets Derek here. Do you think there's any shot for Cam to make the playoffs? Realistically, um, well, Cam will have to go two and zero. All so and get help. Yeah, so Jake, Casey, and Cam are all twelve and twelve, and they have to go two and zero. If they go one and one, they're not in. Um, right. And so I mean, Cam, like, <laughs> uh, whatever you do, do not look at what Matt Ryan did the last time he played the Saints, which was two weeks ago. Um, he scored one point. Uh, Zeke has the Ravens, <laughs> which sure, is sure. not ideal. Um, I believe uh, Johnu Smith is out. Yep, he is. Um, and he's starting Keelan Cole in his super flex. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that it was a good run, Cam, and unfortunately, the Reliance on the Bengals is what hurt you, um, mainly due to injury over anything else. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like, I mean, there's always a like, there's always a chance, you know, like Matt Ryan is kind of like the king of garbage time. Um, sorry, sorry, that's Carson Wentz for sure. He's like the prince of garbage <laughs> time. Um, Matt Ryan has had so many games where he is like dog shit and ends up with like 28 fantasy points. It's believe bizarre. me. I know. I know. Um, and, and I mean like Melvin Gordon's had a couple games where he falls into the end zone twice. Um, right. You know, like Juju can score a touchdown. I mean, he's cam has like, if everything goes right, he's got a shot to hit the median. Um, and Derek, I mean, Derek's team's getting healthier. He's got Mostert back. Um, he's got two quarterbacks again, finally Thielen's off the COVID list. So, I mean, like it's doable for cam, but it ain't looking great. Yeah. It just, just one of those things, just bad injuries at bad time. And, you know, timing's so important in fantasy and it's the one thing you really can't control. So, uh, tough luck for cam, but, uh, you know, I'll I'll give cam a lot of credit. I, I think, you know, um, just as a fantasy player, I think he is, uh, you know, greatly improved from year one and he was greatly improved from year two to year one and he's improved again. So uh, Cam is definitely a, uh, I I would say he's a threat next year um, if, you know, he gets a little lucky. And Cam also, correct me if I'm wrong, he also had to deal with the Saquon injury. Yeah, so I was just going to say that. I mean, he he loses Saquon and then a top, what's bro? He was a top 10-ish quarterback, right? Right. Um, Joe Mixon. Is out been out? Yeah, mixing like too. Yeah, I, and Geo's been good, but um, yeah, just it's not the same though. And then obviously, uh, uh, Burrow's injury greatly impacts Tyler you know, Boyd. Uh, yeah, Tyler Boyd, and obviously T Higgins from my perspective. So 
Yeah, brutal. John, John U. Smith gets hurt now in this week where he really needs them. It just, it just sometimes it's just the way it is, man. It's really, it's cliche, but it's accurate. All right. Um, so uh, next kind of key matchup here, uh, although you know key is relative. Uh, Steven versus Jake. Uh, Jake again has to go two and zero to have a shot. Uh, Sleeper is projecting a very close matchup here. Uh, what do you think? Can Jake go two and zero and at least put himself in a position to maybe make the playoffs here? Uh, he for sure can. Um, yeah. Jake's team is like actually, it's good. like yeah, it is good. He it's bizarre. So, um, Max, Jake, and I have like a little group chat and. Mm-hmm. Um, we were texting last week, like it was a lock that like halfway through the 1 PM games, Jake was projected for like 170 points or something like that. Right. And he ends up with one Oh five and misses the median. Um, like, I mean, he just like, it was bizarre. Like Clyde scores four. Aaron Jones didn't get in the end zone. Um, Deshaun Watson kind of quiet. Uh, Noah Fant catches the only pass of the game for the Broncos, and <laughs> that one dude scores negative seven for him. Um, like, just brutal. But, like, Jake's team can go off. Like, oh, yeah. it, it's really good. Um, They're going to be very good teams that miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. And, I mean, just looking at the matchup, um, like Josh Allen gets like a kind of pesky San Francisco defense on Monday night for Steven. Um, Julio may or may not play. I haven't been keeping up on the practice reports, but I know he's had that hamstring. He uh, practiced partially today. Okay. But uh, he's truly yeah. a game time decision. Daryl Henderson's been pretty meh for Steven. Um, MVS is either going to score 24 points or 1.2. Sure. Um, and I like, I don't know. Steven's team is just kind of feels kind of eh this week with matchups and with Julio dinged up. Um, Mike Evans is on by DJ Moore's on by. So there's, there's for sure a shot for Jake on his end. Um, excluding last week where, um, the Colts defense just got absolutely pulverized. Um, you don't love that Deshaun Watson matchup against Indy. I don't know if DeForest Buckner is going to be back or not. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. Hopkins gets Ramsey in the Rams game. Um, in theory, Noah Fant will have a quarterback this week, I think. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and Taysom Hill gets Atlanta again. So, I mean, like the path is definitely there for Jake to go 2-0. and um, The problem is he needs to go 2-0 and and he needs a little bit of help too, lot, I think. A lot of help. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute here. Uh, there's so many different scenarios that we can't possibly cover them all. But I think we can look at one or two that would allow Jake to get into the playoffs. Um, next up, we have Tyler versus Scott. Uh, we, we talked about how Scott's pretty much already in, uh, there's really nothing that can happen this week. Um, uh, but you know, Tyler presents a, a challenge at least. Um, I can't believe he went from Russell Wilson to Kirk cousins and got better, but he did. So, uh, kudos to him upgrading the old quarterback position somehow. Um, but no, it's, uh, you know, Scotty's got his hands full hands full here and he is trying to 
potentially, you know, up pull an upset and get one of those top two seeds. But uh, Scott's pretty much in, and Tyler's already out. So uh, I don't think there's much to cover here. No. Yeah. All right. So uh, next up, we have uh, you versus Bot. We've already talked about this. Uh, if you go two and zero, you have clinched a, uh, a buy. Uh, if you go two and zero, and Steven goes zero and two, I think you could. Uh, right? Yeah, I think you would have the tiebreaker points on. Would you? No, he's like fifty ahead of me. So I mean, it's like. So if you put up one, it's not likely, but it's it's like I mean, in our in our in our league, people outscore people by fifty points all the time. Yeah. So, um, it could happen. I don't expect it to happen. Um, but I I don't know. I'm kind of down this week a little bit with Fuller now out and Godwin on by and DeAndre Swift still might not play. So that's been pretty cool. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Like, honestly, if I go like, what's the difference between a one and a two seed really, as long as I go one and one and, yeah. um, and get a buy, that's a okay with me. Right. Um, yeah. So, uh, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning Garza versus Matt. Matt is almost certainly going to win. Um, the head to head matchup here. Like, <laughs> Um, sorry for the Parker Jones wheeze laugh right there, but um, <laughs> I just clicked on their matchup and it's literally ninety nine percent to one yeah. percent for Matt to win. Yeah. So that's um, good. Matt, Matt is projected to win by almost fifty four points. Um, so yeah, Matt probably going to get really what it comes down to for Matt this week is if he gets his own Matt win or his yeah cherry, whatever we're calling it now, he's in the playoffs. Let's just be real clear about that. Um, so it's unfortunate that that's kind of been gifted to him, but, uh, whatever. I feel like we've set our piece on that. So, uh, well, here, here's the thing with this matchup though, is Matt has a really, like Matt has a good team. He does. He, he should be in the playoffs. He has a top six team in the league. Um, the thing is though, I mean, every good team has, just had weeks where they scored 90 points, 92 points or whatever. And you can't tell me that even with Colt McCoy at quarterback, Garza doesn't have a chance to score 110 points this week. Like, yeah. I mean, Austin Eckler, did you see? <laughs> I, had, I didn't watch the game. He but... had 16 targets last week. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I mean... Austin Eckler can go for 30 at any point in that offense. Um, Damian Harrison or sorry, Damian Harris has been really good. Um, touch Terry, Terry McLaurin. I love Terry. McLaurin. I I know you do. He's like for literally like six weeks in a row. He is, he's been in double digits. Like he's been in double digits all but two games this year. And like at any point he can go for a hundred and a score. So, I mean, like, there was a path to Garza scoring 110 points or so this week. And does that beat Matt? Like probably not, but it might. Um, So I don't know. It's just, and again, Naheem Hines, like he's, he's had some huge games this year. So, I mean, this could have been like a really interesting matchup and it's just not, unfortunately. Right. Um, I guess side note here. Um, Carza has a lot of guys going on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, 
you know, oh, both of his man. Guys. I hope it's just teed up for Matt and then the comeback of comebacks <laughs> against against all odds, hope, yeah. against all doubt, against all odds. I mean, it's just and it just disappears. Oh, that would be so satisfying. <laughs> it really would be. Well, let's see. I, love, I love you, Matt. It's just it's just <laughs> you know what? The league needs an enemy. This this league isn't what it is if we don't have an enemy. So Yeah, it's kinda like the road it's kind of like the coyote chasing the roadrunner right like you feel bad for the coyote but he has to fall off that cliff otherwise it just doesn't work correct um, but yeah uh, garza will have terry mclaurin mark andrews hopefully although he's still on the COVID list so who knows uh logan thomas uh he'll have all those guys going on monday or tuesday uh matt will be done by sunday afternoon uh so yeah, like oh no, sorry. He has Benny Snell, so he will have oh and Ben Roethlisberger. I'm sorry, I forgot the uh, the Pittsburgh game is moved to Monday, so this one's pretty much decided. Um, and we've talked about you know <laughs> we've talked about that enough. Uh, let's just say I'm not pleased with how this went, but uh, what are you going to do? All right, uh, last up here is we have probably the second most. Um, I don't want to say important, but probably the second most interesting matchup in regards to playoff positioning. Um, Casey at 12 and 12 gets max at 14 and 10. Um, again, Casey kind of has to go two and zero, and he needs some help here, uh, but uh, he might get it. So uh, what do you, what do you think about this matchup here? Um, again, two good teams. I mean, Casey's team is, is really solid too. Um this matchup kind of, I mean, do we have any definitive answer on Tua or Fitzpatrick yet for this week? I think Tua is going to be, um, I, I think Tua is going to miss this week, if I'm okay. remembering correctly. Miles Gaskin is still up in the air as well. Uh, Lamar Jackson should be right. clear from COVID, so he should be able to play in this matchup. But again, we don't really know how that can work for him, but uh yeah, latest the latest I've heard is that uh, Fitzpatrick's going to start again. But. Okay, um, and I mean, I mean this this probably the most even matchup of the week. I would say I, I could yeah. see either team winning this. Um, like you said, way more important for Casey to win this than Max. Um, yeah. Casey, um, I was introduced to him front and center last week, but. Um, Casey has playoff stretch Derrick Henry on his team. Um, that little shit scored like 34 points in the first half. And I was just like going into the game. Of course it's on TV. So I just like, I have to watch it happen over and over and over again. Um, and before the game, I'm just like, I just know, man, that Derek, this is just going to be painful to watch what Derrick Henry is going to do to the Indianapolis Colts. And then I go, oh, cool. DeForest Buckner's on the COVID list. He's not even playing. This is just, this is going to be like painful. Right. Like, and then um, it took like six minutes and he had like 18 points. And it was just like, <laughs> oh my God. And then at halftime he has 33 and I'm just like racking my brain. Like, oh my, this is just, this is just not going to end. And then they kind of, called off the horses in the second half. Thank God. But the point being Derek Henry can do that. <laughs> yeah. um, and they kind of, 
they kind of feed him to death um, in the second half of the season. So, I mean, that's, that's the big thing to worry about for Max. Um, Jared Goff has a matchup to where he can be halfway competent. Um, yeah, but it's still Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's the Cardinals. Like he can, he can dink and dunk his way to some points, but, um, I think for Casey, his season might come down to whether or not Allen Robinson plays. Yeah. Yeah. I was just looking at that. I mean, Detroit's a great matchup for him. Um, but I don't, what's wrong? He's got a knee injury. I didn't even. Yeah. It, uh, I think it, I think he was just added to the injury report today. So, you know how the late, late week ads kind of go. So, yeah. I mean, and the huge thing to point out here is that, um, Nick Foles got benched and Tom Brady's on by. So in a do or die matchup for Casey, he's starting Brandon Allen at quarterback against the Dolphins, whose defense is kind of filthy. So um let's say not ideal there for Casey. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um all right, so let's uh let's talk about the big matchup of the week, um, which will promptly put me out of my misery uh, on I don't I think I have one guy going on Monday so uh, I don't know maybe I'll be out of my misery by by 1 p.m. Sunday but uh, me versus Brian we're both 13 and 11 uh, both doing pretty well in the points scored category uh, this despite my team shitting the bed the last couple of weeks so I think if one of us wins we're gonna be in um, the playoffs like when one of us wins this matchup straight up we'll be in the playoffs and then maybe one of us if we both break the median maybe we can both get in but we'll have to wait and see but uh i don't know tj how do you see this matchup going because i'm pretty confident in the way it's gonna go but uh i don't know you you just say whatever you want to say um (laughs) i mean brian's pretty stacked too he's got a good team um you don't have josh jacobs um Russ has kind of been more old school Russ the last couple of weeks. They're kind of going into that, you know, just 25-ish throws a game, run the ball, don't turn the ball over. Um, That being said, he is a DK – probably, yeah, you can call it a drop. He's a DK drop um, in the Arizona game where it hit him in the eyeballs – away from 30 points. Um, DK dropped one in the Philadelphia game, and he kind of slowed up, oddly, yeah, on a 70-yarder. That would have been like a 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, and I mean, if those two plays get made, he has 30 points the last two weeks. So, yeah. um, I mean... It's, it's He can definitely pop off. and The Giants are a pretty good pass defense, uh, pretty good against quarterbacks fantasy-wise. Um, but, yeah, Russell can always, you know... Because the thing about Russell is, is that he could only throw for two twenty five, but he could throw for four touchdowns. Yeah, um, and I mean, I I would be concerned about Stafford against Chicago for you. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, maybe I am, but uh, and and just what Taysom Hill is doing to Alvin Kamara's fantasy oh, oh, value. It makes me so sad. Um, why won't you start Jameis Winston? Although I don't know if Winston would be that much better, but whatever. he'd be better for Kamara. That's for he sure. He certainly would. Um, yeah. Um, like I said, this is, <laughs> it's, it's been a rough, uh, month or so. 
know, make the big trade for Russ and Russ kind of, I don't, he's not playing poorly from an NFL perspective. Uh, minus the, uh, the Buffalo or the, the Rams game was pretty bad. Um, he's playing okay in a real life perspective, just not getting me the fantasy points I need. I mean, Camara just hasn't been in the passing game at all. And Taysom Hill is stealing all of his goal line work. Um, I trade for Stefan Diggs, and then he goes out and has one of his worst games of the year, although he was still okay. Um, T. Higgins, you know, loses a ton of value without Joe Burrow. That's bad luck. My tight ends have been a shit show all year, although I did get a touchdown from Tyler Eifert, so I appreciate the effort, Tyler. Um, I think that's my first touchdown from a tight end since, like, week five. Um, so, and then you mentioned the the Stafford thumb injury, which is obviously hurting him. It's hurting Marvin Jones. I can't even use Kenny Galladay because he's been hurt since pretty much the week after I traded for him. Uh, so, yeah, you know, just it's one of those things where there are some teams that are ascending and then there are teams that are descending, and I am definitely going the other direction. Um, you know, it's it sucks, but literally nothing I can do about it. So uh, just throw out the best lineup I can, see if I can get lucky and maybe get a, a Matt win or maybe Brian – scores low and i i I, because i do think that at 14 wins one of us will get in either brian or myself yeah Uh, but we'll have to see i I certainly if i was laying money on this i would definitely put my money on brian but uh you never know yeah i mean i i think i'm in the same i i mean brian on i mean on paper his team is better than yours this week um but (laughs) I mean, it, it's not like you don't have a chance. So um, I don't know. Good luck, I guess. <laughs> I'd yeah. like I'd like to I'd like to take this time to thank you for being the one to trade for Russell Wilson instead of me. Yeah, because um, wow. to be honest, that that led to me getting Tyreek Hill, which yep. led to me getting Patrick Mahomes. Sure did. So thank you, buddy. Yeah, not a problem, man. Um, Matt kind of has this joke that I am the fantasy neo because I always seem to trade players right before they get hurt or I, I don't make a trade because you know, X, Y, Z. And then the player I didn't acquire gets hurt or really struggles. It it happened last year. Um, I had a deal with Garza where I was going to get Dalvin cook. Um, and Garza didn't hit except until, you know, after the deadline had passed at midnight, he fell asleep. Uh, and then of course I end up playing Garza in the championship game and Dalvin cook is out. Uh, he misses that game. So, uh, yeah, Matt's called me the fantasy Neo a few times. And this year I feel like I, all those bullets that I've missed over the years, they hit me square in the head. So, Karma. so yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean like technically, yeah, but uh, whatever it is, what it is, man. Like I said, I'm prepared. This will be the, the, uh, only the second time I've missed the playoffs in, I think 10 years now in the league, nine years now in the league. So it's bound to happen, uh, at some point it just, it sucks because I do feel like my team if it was healthy uh, would be really dangerous in the playoffs, but it's not. So what are you going to do about that? All right. Um, so I think, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, we can look at a few of the scenarios here. So uh, we talked about the four teams that are already in, I'm going to guess that Brian is going to go two and zero this week and he will be in at that point. Um, I'm going to guess that Matt is going to go one and one, uh, or maybe even two and zero. Oh, and at that point, he's well ahead of me. Uh, 
So he'll get in and that'll leave me, Casey, and Jake. And I might fall behind all these guys because all these guys have a shot to go 2-0. So um, my, my final prediction for the playoffs are going to be Steven, you, Max, uh, Scott, Brian, and Matt. Uh, I think I agree. Be, yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, um, I mean, not looking at brackets and seeding it all out and all that. Who, who are your favorites for the championship game out of those six? Um, I think this is your year, buddy. I think you're going to win it this year. Um, like I said, you've done a, a great job of managing, uh, some injuries early. You've been active on the trade and the waiver wire. Um, you know, minus your dumb non-bid on Justin Herbert, but that oh worked out God. for you. <laughs> you knew I was going to get in that last jab. Last time I talked about it this year. Listen, I just don't have room for, for young Herbert. I've got King Kyler and yep. Prince Patty. I yeah, just, you, sure had, you sure had room for him in week three, but what you're, you're right. I did. But, but anyways, man, I, I think this is your year. I think you're going to take it. Um, again, without knowing the seating, uh, exactly. I can guesstimate based on how the seeds lay out now. Uh, I would guess that um, it's going to be uh, Matt's going to be the six, so he will play. Max would be my guess. That's a tough matchup. That that can go either way. I think. Here comes Tyreek. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be kind of uh, that'd be poetic. Um, it, it was interesting to me that you know uh, Tyreek, of course, goes for the two hundred in the first quarter. The week he plays Matt. Um, just absurd. It's just, it really is. And it's just like, I mean, what do you even do at that point? Um, so that one would be really close. And then it would be uh, all brothers wild card round uh, with uh, Brian and uh, Brian and Scott playing each other. I'd probably take Brian in that matchup. Um, I haven't looked at their, you know, their, their actual players matchups. Um, I just think Brian probably has the better team, but it's, those are two really good uh, round one matchups. Um, I would predict Max to win over Matt, which would put him mm. against you. And then I would guess Brian probably wins. Uh, he probably beats Scott, which would put him against Steven. I think Brian beats Steven. Uh, I think you beat Max. So I, I think it's going to be you versus Brian in the championship. And I think you take it home. I, uh, I mean, not, not to go through like each matchup like that, but I think that Matt Brian, myself, and Max have the four best teams. Um, yeah. And I felt – I actually felt really good um, until Will Fuller um, just couldn't stay away from those needles. Um, sure. sure. And, I mean, obviously having Mahomes and Kyler is big time. Um, like my two oh. tight ends. Miles yeah. Sanders is starting to worry me, man. <laughs> he really is, but um, even his fault this week. That was just so strange. They did not use him. Yeah, like, it's it's like it's bizarre watching the Eagles and be like, "Hey, I have a running back who averages damn near six yards a carry. Um, let's give him six carries while Carson Wentz chucks it all over the yard. Like, what the hell?" If Carson Wentz, who, if not for a string of injuries, would be one of the worst starters in the NFL this year. Oh, it's just like, just, just give him the ball, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, I do think that I have a shot. I definitely think that I have some holes now. But I think that I think that the winner of the league will come from either myself, Matt, Max, or Brian. 
I would agree. Um, I think the beauty of it right now, though, is is that you have to go pretty deep down the rabbit hole here to find a, a, a bad roster, right? I mean, uh, I agree. I think those are the four you named are the four most talented rosters, but I certainly think I have a pretty good roster. I think uh, Casey has a pretty good roster. I think Jake has a really good roster. Uh, you know, Cam, until, you know, Burrow kind of blew his knee up. Um, I, I think, you know, it's – this might be the the – biggest have have nots of the year if that makes sense yeah um, well it's, it's funny i i would put jake in that in that group of four if he got in I agree. yeah um that's, that's he, he that, just got screwed over with covid in that week yeah. like four through seven range with cam and the broncos and cam again and it was just a zoo exactly. it just you know there's so much out of your hands this year more so than any other um like I said, it would be interesting this year if, and I mean, we wouldn't do it. It wouldn't be fair at all. But if if we did like a selection committee type and where we like, you know what I mean? Just kind of like at the end of the year, we're like, all right, who are the six best teams? Let's put them in yeah. uh, the playoffs. And that way you could kind of eliminate the, the bad luck um, from the COVID or timing or whatever it is. Um, would yeah, Steven you know, even I, be in? I think at some point Steven's record is so impressive that it's like, I mean, probably has to be in. Um, and I, like I said, I mean, Steven scored a, a really high number of points too. So it's not like he's, you know, backed his way in here, but I do think Steven's roster is a little smoke and mirrors. It's, it's Dalvin cook and Josh Allen. Um, and it's not that the rest of his team is bad. It's not, it's, it's a good team, but I think those guys carry so much water for him. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Steven is one of the six best uh, rosters in the league. Um, but I do think like in a, in a committee type of thing, uh, an NCAA tournament bracket selection type of thing, I think Steven's overall weight of record and the points scored would probably, he would probably have to put him in probably not as the number one seed, but he would be in, I would think. Yeah, you're probably right. I was just kind of, I'm just kind of looking through his team now. It's like, actually, Mike Evans has been way better. I didn't realize Mike Evans had 11 touchdowns. Um, yeah, I think four of them have come from inside the two-yard line. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's, he's basically been Gronk. Yeah. Um, but I see he's got a good team. So I, I'm not going to have any uh, – any, uh, I'm not going to have anything negative to say about whoever ends up winning this league because whoever it is, they will have earned it. Uh, there's really just – the, the quality of the teams that are going to make the playoffs this year is just going to be off the charts. And even the quality of the first three or four teams that make the consolation bracket are going to be really off the charts. So yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Just one of those years, man. It's, it's crazy how it worked out. Um, it's always a bummer when you get towards the end here. Uh, you know, fantasy pretty much takes me through, uh, you know, September until the new year. And then kind of have that gap in there, uh, before baseball starts, uh, I'll try to not embarrass myself in the basketball league, but uh, that's, that's going to happen either way, um, <laughs> despite my best efforts. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be, do you have a, do you have, do you want to take a stab at who's going to be the, uh, the Jamarcus this year? Um, probably Garza or bot. My phone just yeah. died, so I can't look at the roster. Um, <laughs> but which is fitting. Um, but I would, I think those two teams are the worst too. I think Derek's team is kind of getting healthier. Yep. Um, 
and okay. yeah, Can't Tyler, okay. Tyler has the Seahawks and a couple other guys. And right. uh, honestly, though, I hate to say it, it actually could be Cam. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't think here's. I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be me. I don't think it'll be Jake. Uh, I don't think it'll be Tyler, and I don't think it'll be Casey. Right. Um, and which, I don't. I don't think it'll be Derek. I. I think Cam has a better chance at getting it than, or a worse chance, however you want to say it. Right. Um. I think. I mean, Cam is Cam's roster is just so. Not only is it beat up, but his like supporting pieces lost so much value with with burrow going down that it's just um i mean it is what it is but that's that's the thing man is fantasy is just so crazy because cam has been the better owner than pretty much everybody in the consolation bracket right now at least all season yeah Uh, he's just made better moves he's been better with his waiver pickups and all that and then it just it doesn't matter uh he's he's in danger of, of winning the winning the Jamarcus we'll say winning um but that's the beauty of the Jamarcus man I do feel like it's probably going to be either bot or Garza um but just like any team can go off at any time uh any team can just have a really bad week so it's I just I know that when I'm the eight seater or the nine seater or whatever I'm, I'm gonna try and win that first matchup so I don't even have to worry about it but yeah uh, for sure like I said I mean who knows so uh Good luck to everybody this week. Um, it's kind of crazy. We probably won't know the final playoff seating until Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, um, because of Tuesday night football. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it's a pretty prominent game against uh, who? It's Pittsburgh and whoever Pittsburgh's going to beat. Um, it's uh, let's let me see here. I can pull it up. Pittsburgh versus Washington. So there's definitely some right. some guys. Um, Oh, that's a Monday night game. Who's the Tuesday? Tuesday night game. Ravens Cowboys, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and there's obviously again, there's some guys in that match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Max has um, Max has Lamar going. Yep. Um, I forget who has Zeke, but I feel like Cam. he was in. Yeah, okay, Cam has Zeke, and he's still kind of in the hunt. Um, those Cowboys receivers. So, I mean, yeah. Yep. All right, so um, we got about five minutes we can try to kill right now so like i said it's feel free to give us short of answers as you want we've already got what we need uh but i do want to get uh, your opinion on a couple of these games here um uh seattle or uh new york at seattle uh, seattle's a nine and a half point favorite who you taking um nine and a half points a lot yeah. um for the seahawks honestly I still think Seattle covers that against okay. Colt McCoy. Yeah, right now I have the Giants covering, and it's kind of the the lazy backdoor cover like the yeah. Eagles got. Yeah, where it's like, oh, they're up by you know, they're up by seventeen or whatever, and then right, or it's like thirty-one to fifteen, and then they just you know garbage time. They drive down the field, score the touchdown, kick the extra point, and the Seahawks only win by nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I, I don't know. I just, like, how doable is that with Colt McCoy, though? Like, I don't know. Maybe he you, makes me eat you will not my respect, words, but. You will not disrespect the second best Texas quarterback I have ever seen. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not saying much, because I can't even name another one besides Vince Young, but Sam Ellinger, Ellinger is, is, is that still a thing? He's still know. he's still their quarterback. 
Is he? Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he's no Colt McCoy. Um, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, here's a fun one, I think, just because the point to, the the point is so high. Uh, Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City, 13 and a half point favorite. Yeah. Still taking the Chiefs? Um, Division game. Yeah, and the Broncos defense is, yeah, it is, but. They'll have Drew Locke back, if that helps. Yeah. Oh, shit. Better than Hilton. Oh, man. Um, I can can see the Broncos covering there, but I could also see the Chiefs winning by 30. Um, Yeah. I mean,. 13 and a half is a lot. Like you can dominate a game and, and only win by, you know, 13. Um, the Seahawks just dominated a game and only won by what? Six or whatever it was. Yeah. And drew Locke has kind of had some big second halves where, um, yeah. I, I could, I think I'd go with the Broncos cover there. I have Kansas city right now, but I'm definitely, that was one that I was like, mm, I went through the same process you did. Uh, so yeah, that one's up in there. Here's one that I think is pretty interesting. New England at Los Angeles playing the Chargers. The Chargers are a one and a half point favorite. Yeah, so I am in a like a pick six league where it's like yeah. ten bucks a week. There's two hundred of us. Um, Damn. And you have to get six over unders or spread or whatever, um, and you win the pot basically. If you get all six, if two people win it, you split it two ways. Yada yada yada. Um, that sounds like something I need to be a part of. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Uh, I went five and one a couple weeks ago, and not only did I go five and one, the week before nobody won, so the two grand like they added it together rolls over to the next week. And I missed on um, it was this I picked the over, and I think it was the Seahawks Rams game, and it was the first time the Seahawks game didn't hit the over all season and I went five and one and another guy won that week, but it's like the Seahawks over just cost me two grand. So that's pretty cool. Um, so brutal, but anyway, um, in that league, I, that was one of my six. I picked, uh, the chargers in that to cover. Yeah. Interesting. I went with new England, but I, I do think that one, I saw that spread. I saw that line, and I was like, "That is really interesting." Yeah, uh, it is. I, the Chargers are just—I mean, there's just so much more talent on the Chargers. Um, I know the I Patriots mean, have been playing better, and they kind of ugly it up, and they just Cam right. throws the ball twelve times. But I just feel like with how explosive that Chargers offense is, it's going to be tough to especially with beat them back. scoring seventeen points. Yeah, it is. Um, and then the other game, uh, where is it? Edit. Here we go. Cincinnati at Miami. Miami is 11 and a half point favorite. And my only question is, how fast are you taking the Dolphins to cover that? Uh, on 11 and a half for the Dolphins? Yeah, doesn't that seem, doesn't that, seem eh, that doesn't seem right, does it? Like, I, I'm sh- the Dolphins will win and they right. could get ugly, but I don't think I'd. 11 and a half points. Dolphins I mean, are seven and four. The Dolphins offense hasn't been, I mean, it depends if two or Fitz is going to play, I guess. Well, right. But I mean, I'm saying what I'm saying is, is that Miami could score 17 points and cover that spread. <laughs> like Cincinnati with, with, yeah. with, is it Finley or is it Allen? It, it's Allen. Right? It's Allen. Yeah. This is an interesting one for me because uh, the, I play ESPN pick skin, pick them. 
And this one's one of the closest of the week. Uh, 53% of players are taking the Bengals to cover. Yeah, I mean, I don't – yeah, I, I wouldn't – that's not one of the six that I picked. But, um, I mean, I would just feel kind of gross about needing the Dolphins to win by 12 points. Right. right. No, I understand that. I, I, I took Miami, though. I, I just think it's one of those games where Miami scores, like, 20 points, but they win, like, 20 to – six or something crazy yeah. like that um but yeah i think uh i'll just throw this last one at you just because it's also really close on the pick em. uh dallas at baltimore dallas is a nine and a half point underdog um so i thought long and hard about a dallas cover on this one um yeah. who knows what the ravens are going to look like um right and i i could i could absolutely see the cowboys covering this week nine and a half points a lot for a team that um we don't know who they're gonna have (laughs) um we don't know how like even if they're clear to play how like ready they are to play really um dallas the last couple weeks has been like actually kind of functional um so i'm that's i think that's actually a sneaky sneaky cover there yeah i took dallas um that one is at uh 52 percent of the players took Dallas. So that is actually the closest of the week. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, your pool sounds fun though. I'll have to try and find one like that because uh, I've often thought that, you know, like doing this pick skin pick thing on ESPN, it's fun and all, but this is not how you would bet. Like in real, you're not betting on every single game. That would be ridiculous. So right, right. you pick the four or five or six or whatever that you feel good about. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sounds like a fun thing. So, uh, anyways, Seahawks get it done this week, yes? Absolutely. I mean, they're honestly um, this week and next week they get the Jets, yeah? Yeah. I mean, these next two weeks need to be um, get the guys healthy, <laughs> um, keep them healthy. Right. Uh, the defense needs kind of keep showing signs uh, and it's really hard to tell if they're actually getting better or if like they're just playing dog shit um but i don't know i guess half the battle is them thinking they're actually a good defense so maybe this can be a nice little launching pad i mean the next game that i'm even like kind of intrigued by is the the washington football team game in in three weeks here um I i think that that Front four for Washington can kind of give them just enough trouble um, to where that game is halfway interesting. Alex Smith is a pretty still decent quarterback. Um, You know, gets rid of the football. He's not going to take too many uh, risks with the ball. Um, The the reason I'm really intrigued by that Washington matchup is I'm just so terrified of that turf or that that field. Uh, We see what it looks like late in the year. (laughs) And it would just be... Oh, the Seahawks are cruising and DK. We we don't need to put that out there. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Um, Yeah. I I think that's, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I guess the one thing about the defenses is that they are at least generating more pressure, more successful pressure. um, And they're even able to win, you know, four on five uh, battle at the line of scrimmage on occasion. Yeah. I mean, they're still blitzing a lot, but they are able to win with four uh, a lot more than they were. I mean, to be fair, that was 
if they did it twice a game, it would be a lot more than they were before Carlos Dunlap showed up. But uh, yeah, I mean, the the key has been is they look like they can they look like they can be a league average defense, which is all which is all we've needed. Right. They don't look like the worst defense to ever play this game anymore. So that's good. Right. right. Baby steps. Baby steps. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, LJ Collier's definitely flashed. Oh, uh, he at least looks like an NFL player, um, which is not a ringing endorsement of a first round pick. I understand, but still he's out there. Uh, you know, he's making some plays. Rasheem green seems to have been taking a step up uh, since he's returned from the injury. Puna Ford has, you know, kind of evolved into one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL and nobody's really talking about him. Uh, he is, man, I, since week seven, I think in week six, week seven, he's the third highest rated defensive tackle in the NFL. He's only behind Aaron Donald and uh, crap. Who's the other guy? I think it's Grady Jarrett, but I'm not hundred percent sure on that, but he's, he's third in the last you know month or so. So, uh, Jaron Reed. That. I do love yeah. Puna. Yeah, Jaron Reed is, you know, kind of been Jaron Reed a little bit better than last year, but whatever. And then obviously, you know, Dunlap and and uh, Jamal uh, just wrecking shop. They're playing more bear defense, I've been told. Like, I'm not a film guy, um, but they are showing more, you know, 46 defensive tendencies. They're playing a little more 3 4 as well. So, uh, mm-hmm. 46 is 46 the way to go in Madden. (laughs) It really is, man. It really is. Um, But I haven't, I haven't played the new Madden. I haven't played a new Madden since I think the last one I got was 18, 17, something like that. That means that you've played the last four Maddens actually. (laughs) That's that's yeah. I've heard that. So (laughs) anyways, guys, uh, I think that's going to wrap it from us. Uh, TJ, do you have any uh, final thoughts, uh, Anything you want to say before we uh, put a bow on this episode? No, man. I don't know if this will be my last time on the podcast or not, but if it is, I just want to say this has been one of the most fun fantasy seasons I have had. Um, Love the energy we bring in the chat. Loved all the trades. Love all the trash talk. Um, And really, I just love that we have this many good and competitive teams this late in the year. It's going to be a really fun last month of the season. And I will just say that I hate you all, so... Um, that's, uh, no, it's, I will see about, um, I don't know. TJ, you tell me if this is something that might interest you. I have been slowly working on a, a death montage for my fantasy football championship defense. Okay. Um, is that something you would be interested in? Yeah. Now, before you say no, okay, there you go. I was going to say, now my plan was to set it right. The background music, it was going to be, uh, I will remember you, but it was going to be the Ed Helms from the office version uh, when Andy sings it uh, as he exits the office for the last time. Is that something that uh, might interest you? Uh, yes. I think I'll watch it on repeat a few times. <laughs> All right. I will get that done this weekend once it becomes official. Uh, not that it isn't already. And even if it does, even if I some, you know, random stretch, I happen to sneak into the playoffs, I'll still make it for you guys because I mean, we know the defense run is just about over and uh it was a good run. It was a good run, but uh, I'm ready to hand over my belt, m- metaphorical belt, to hopefully anybody except Matt. There we uh, go. Or, or Steven. Or Max. Um, I don't really like the Kersleys either. So it sounds like you just want to give it oh, to me. 
No, I, I really don't. Know, so I mean, all right. Screw you guys. It's, it's right. my belt. We got to get out of here. We're keeping these people way too long. <laughs> Nobody's listening at this point, anyways. <laughs> all right, guys, be on the lookout for my death montage. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck this weekend. I'm sure. Actually, I don't know. If Matt will be back next week. We'll have to wait and see. But if not, I'll either grab TJ or maybe get a couple guys. Maybe get Cam, and we can you know lament our our fantasy failure as TJ enjoys his bye week. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We will hopefully see you next week. Peace out. Peace.